Welcome to episode 81 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey, and hockey fans looking to have fun. Along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL. It's been a little bit since we talked. Thanks for listening. Thanks for still existing. Thanks for still being a Kraken Pod listener. Let's talk about some Kraken off-season rumors, the trade rumors. They're already brewing because we've got the NHL draft free agency happening. So there's some Seattle Kraken stuff happening in there. And the biggest Seattle Kraken stuff is that Beers for Beneers is your rookie of the year. The Calder, Maddie brought it home. We'll chat. Coachella Valley Firebirds. What happened with their season? Oh, God. So close. Notem questions. How do NHL contract buyouts work with the cap hit? Great question from TJ, a listener, and three stars of the week. That's where Joey and I catch you up on what we've been doing in our personal lives. So let's get to it. Episode 81 of The Kraken Pod. Let's go. Jeff Januzic. This is my friend and co-host, Joey Cirillo. How are you? I am. So I was looking up sayings to describe how hot it is uh, outside right now. Hotter than a jalapeno's armpit. Hotter than a billy goat with a blowtorch. Hotter than Satan's house cat. I don't even know what that means. I just Googled this shit. But dude, it's it's hot. We're getting like heat advisories in New Orleans of like upwards of 117. And I get like a heat advisory warning to my phone. I'm doing a bunch of, and I'll get into this in three stars, but I'm doing a bunch of like work on my house and I'm doing it myself because I got way overquoted on shit. I'm like, fuck it. We're doing it live. Like I'm doing it. I'm going to figure this out. YouTube videos. It's fine. And um, I go to Lowe's today and I'm a Home Depot guy, but it's the closest place around. And I have to match some paint to my house. I have to paint over a bunch of stuff and they don't properly seal the fucking paint. And so I put it in the back seat with like all the other shit that I bought. And I set it down normal. No. I'm like, oh, I need to swing by this house to go to my house because my laptop and stuff is here. And we're recording today. And I open up the back seat of my car to throw the backpack in. And I look in the back seat of my car and there's paint all over my back seats, spilling down my back seats onto the floor, onto the side of the car. And so I'm out in like 100 degree weather just sweating my balls off trying to clean this paint out of my car. I'm just like, motherfucker. And it delayed me by like an hour. So now I'm like running behind. So it's just been a whole thing. Oh, dude, that is brutal. How do you clean up paint in a car? Um, how to figure that out on the fly. So I took paper towels to soak up the paint and just try to get that out as quickly as possible. And then I have this like Lysol all purpose cleaner sprayed that that actually does great so shout out to lysol fantastic product what's up lysol we need a sponsorship yeah, yeah sponsor us lysol for Love lysol. cleaning our dirty mouths and our dirty paint ridden cars yeah. and uh yeah it was it was it was nasty but i pulled it off sweating a ton probably don't smell too good but i'm at my house by myself so it doesn't matter yeah dude we're doing this remotely um which <laughs> uh yeah no i agree i actually have some stuff too speaking of the heat uh, I have something in three stars about weather conspiracies, which is something new. I think nice. I'm telling you, we need a Kraken conspiracy podcast about weird stuff like you like Kraken conspiracy corner. Yeah, exactly. Um, like uh, also, too, I do have 
because for social media, obviously, you know, very topical for our social media agency clients. So we've been, uh, some of our clients have been doing it's so hot jokes. So I have a, a list of them here. Would you like to hear some? Yeah, of course. All right. So it's so hot in Louisiana. My dream house is any house in Alaska. <laughs> it's Appreciate so, okay. And okay. So I'm going to preface this and say like in, in Louisiana, a snow, it's a snowball stand. Is it like, is a Louisiana thing? It's basically like shaved ice. You know, it's like a, a snow cone, right? But it, it's, it's different. It's a snowball, but this is the context of the joke. It's so hot in Louisiana. I saw a funeral procession pull through a snowball stand. Yeah, I like you know? it. All right. It's so hot in Louisiana. I saw a bird pull a worm out of the ground with an oven mitt. I like that one. That one's good. Yeah. I saw, this one is my favorite. It's so hot in Louisiana. Optimus Prime transformed into an air conditioner. <laughs> I fucking wish. I would be all about transforming. I got I to gotta go. Uh, well, this one was just... a. Uh, more of a groaner. It's so hot in Louisiana. Fire ants are really on fire. <laughs> Literally on fucking fire. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, you need a magnifying glass. Just roasting no. themselves, dude. It's brutal. It's bad. I'm watering my lawn like crazy. It's just, it's brutally hot. My son is actually at a soccer camp, an outdoor soccer camp this week. And so we mm-hmm. called and like, hey, what are you guys doing with the, the heat? And they're like, oh, we got to do all this stuff. And it's inside half the time. So like, all right, cool. So we're good. I like that. Anyway, well, there's a lot going on. Really quick, uh, I'm moving, though. I'm moving tomorrow, and nothing's packed, so I have a ton of shit to do. Uh, But I'm moving to a place with a giant pool. So if, you know, for some reason, you're ever in the uh, mid-city area, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to work remote next to a pool and get a little dip in. Just shoot me a text. Can we record an episode this summer from the pool? Absolutely. I will be be out there working every day. Like, I'm pumped. I've got the the equipment. So we could do it. That'd be okay. So pool episode coming. Yes. Let's talk some hockey. It's time for your crack and reaction. So there's a few things going on. Obviously, Uh, we've got uh, the NHL awards, Maddie Beneers, Calder Trophy. Um, uh, I've actually just found something before the start of this podcast. Um, Jared McCann talking about the hit from Kale McCarr. Okay. And, and it's pretty cool. So it's an audio clip from a, a, a guy on Twitter who sat down and interviewed him, which is pretty neat. So like, I want to share that with you and his reaction to it, which is, I haven't heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Please play it. That. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. But then also too, like, all right, I, we kind of can start with this because everybody's all happy about Maddie Beneers. Um, let's talk about some of these rumors that are heating up the, with the dress. So last night we're recording this on Tuesday. Last night we had the awards, nothing shocking. Right. Um, and then Wednesday. So tomorrow it's the start of the NHL draft. Um, you know, all the big hubbub around what's his nuts. What's his name? Uh, Connor Bedard. Come on now. Connor Bedard. I'm blank. Dude, I'm like so checked out of hockey right now. It's hard. Yeah. It's, it's really, really tough. The, uh, Maddie Beneers going for the Calder brought me back in last night. It felt so good to be like beers for fucking Beneers, Calder, cash that. Like it's all, I mean, we'll get there in a second, but that felt, it was nice to feel back in it. Exactly. And this is one of the more exciting times for hockey, too, because not much else is going on in sports um, and things are heating up now. Like Kevin Hayes today just got traded uh, from Philly to St. Louis for like a sixth round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's a pretty solid player. But John Tortorella absolutely hates him. Um, so that's kind of cool. And then Taylor Hall and Nick Foligno, they got traded from Boston to Chicago yesterday. So with Connor Bedard coming in, Chicago's making some moves, I think, to, you know, actually you know, 
really improve their game here. So there's cool stuff happening. So it's getting exciting again right now. The next couple of weeks, free agency opens up on July 1st, Uh which is awesome. So like, basically like this is an exciting time, exciting week for hockey when there's really no hockey going on. So we'll start with uh, right before we start recording Alex Newhook, uh, Colorado abs. They shipped him to Montreal for a first and a second. Okay. All right. So the abs kind of things are happening. Retool a little bit. Mm hmm. All right, so what I, I didn't hear much about this. I mean, I know he won the uh, Vesna. Vesna. Good lord, dude! I got to get back into hockey. What's going on? I'm trying to say Eric Carlson. He won <laughs> Eric the Norris Trophy. Goalie. Jesus no. Christ! People listen to us for hockey things. I know who who who's the newest to hockey. I think it's me. <laughs> but wait, but but so like, is there actual talk about Eric Carlson coming to the Kraken? So Eric Carlson, if you remember right, he was a guy that you and I talked about. I was like, I would love for him to come to Seattle. So there's reports now coming out from NHL uh, you know, reporters that cover uh, the league. And the reports are is that Seattle is one of the teams that is in reported talks with Eric, with Eric Carlson, uh, who is in San Jose. And I just read quickly about like, you know, what that would mean for the Seattle crack and what it would look like. So um, right now he's on an eight year, $92 million contract. He signed that in 2019. It's 11.5 million, uh, an annual average value. So it's kind of like what the cap hit would look like with him. And, that, and that's why we can tie it into no dumb questions. That was a perfect one. Um, but it would be, you know, a formidable blue line. He could partner up with the Dundertaker. He's currently 33 years old. I don't know if you want to talk about that a little bit. Um, last season though, completely healthy. He played all 82 games had 101 points, 25 goals and 76 assists. Uh, this is just a dude that, you know, if, if Seattle's looking to add some defensemen and really make a splash in free agency, I think Eric Carlson would be somebody that they should definitely, um, you know, take a peek at and bolstering the depth um, on the defense of the Kraken. And it's really exciting that, you know, we're barely into the offseason here and there's already Kraken rumors going around, you know, WWRD, what would Ronnie do? And I think Ronnie's starting to make some moves and take a look at what's out there. Yeah, I I, I would be all about him coming to Seattle. That That'd be awesome. I mean... I've always loved Eric Carlson. He's just so good. And I don't care about like the breakdown of where would he fit in? Da, 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 da. Like one of the greatest offensive defensemen of all time coming to the Kraken. I mean, mm-hmm. just having more offense, right? Uh, especially yeah. on that, that blue line is a fantastic thing. So that'd be great. Um, you know, would he, would he team up with Vince Dunn? I don't know. Would you spread it out? I don't know. But the other teams that I just looked it up, uh, the other teams that are talking to him, rumored to be Toronto and Carolina. Yes. You know, so I don't know what Eric Carlson wants to do. He's never won a Stanley Cup. You know, would has he won a Stanley Cup? I don't think he's won a Stanley Cup. But, you know, Toronto, Carolina, pretty good chances there. But Seattle, mm-hmm. right? They could, they're in the mix, that's for sure. I would say yeah. Carolina Carolina could really benefit. Like they're they're right there. They could really benefit from having him. So Yes, um, dude, I, I would be so pumped if he came to Seattle. I would I would love to see Ronnie make some crazy moves or something big, some big splashes. That's really not his M.O., as we know, but that'd be fun. Yeah, I agree. By the way, um, just won the James Norris Memorial for NHL's best defenseman. And he's also won it tw- uh, two other times in his career in 2012 and 2015. So Eric Carlson is a badass. That would be a major, major uh, splash and a shakeup. Like across the landscape of the NHL, if that's something that Seattle could pull off and, you know, a contract that they would want to take on. 
and and usually like you know uh who did they just tr- uh, the, the Hayes contract I told you Kevin Hayes got traded from Philly to St. Louis he's getting paid a decent amount of money he's a good player uh, he's a little older too but um Philly kept 50% like they're paying 50% of his contract so that's what it would be is you yes. know the 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 sharks would would hang on to it and mm-hmm. and we wouldn't be paying you know all that cash so it would yes. it could work out so yeah and, you know as of a day i mean it's this is all very recent news but it was actually yesterday so we're recording this tuesday afternoon on monday the news came out that he wants out of san jose and he um flat out said that there's no animosity between him and the organization but he just wants to move on and go somewhere where he can compete so yeah. That news came out. Then obviously it starts coming out that, you know, GMs are starting to pick up the phone and make some phone calls. So WWRD, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, Ronnie. What's up? Like well, it. you know, uh, since most of Ronnie moves, Ronnie's moves have not worked out. This is a good uh, highlight right here. And I'm, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> Terrible sarcasm uh-huh. uh, is the first draft pick in Seattle Kraken history. Maddie Beneers, so far one for one. Uh, if you're going for your first draft pick, I mean, pretty awesome stats there. Maddie Beneers at the NHL Awards last night wins the Calder Trophy for Rookie of the Year. How awesome is this, dude? Beers for fucking Beneers. We've been beating this drum, and I looked at the date that I placed the bet. It was October first of 2022. So you know you have to wait what seven, eight months in order to cash this thing out. But dude, it all worked out perfectly. Um, to everyone that was reaching out to us saying, thank you for telling me to put money on this. I'm so beyond like I was at dinner last night and I was not proud, sober, but proud I'm, dad. I'm seeing all, yeah, like a proud dad. I'm seeing all this stuff coming in and, and everyone's like, oh my God, like, thank you for telling us to put money on this. I think you and I got it when it was like plus 400 plus 500 uh, for veneers for Calder. So cash that in. That's the easiest money ever. And as I was drunk last night, I was like, dude, I would have taken out a second mortgage on my home to put money on him winning the Calder. Because to me, like you've been gambling a lot more than I have, admittedly. But it's one of those things where it's like, this didn't even seem like a gamble. I was like, as long as this guy is healthy, he is going to skate away with the Calder. That's exactly what happened. He had 160 of the 196 total votes, 160 of those voted for him for first place. He's the first ever Seattle Kraken to win an individual NHL award trophy. Um, just incredible night in Nashville. Everything's going great. Rocking the suit, looking dapper as fuck. Maddie just representing for the Seattle Kraken. 13 trophies handed out in general, and he gets rookie of the year. So yeah, that's pretty, it's pretty exciting stuff. He thanked the Kraken fans. He's just he's just an awesome dude. And it was cool to see like all the Kraken staff uh, from the team, uh, some of them out there with him, taking pictures, kind of enjoying that moment, which I, I got to say, I, you know, I didn't realize until I looked up the dates for the draft. Um, I forgot that the awards and the draft are taking pl- place in the same place, right? So like, mm-hmm. I guess that's a thing now. I never really paid attention to that too much. But I'm going to find out like where it is next year. That might be kind of cool or worth a trip to go check out, you know, uh, go to the fan stuff, see and hang out for like the awards, then go right into the draft. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. And also some quick notes here, because again, 13 trophies were handed out. So just a couple of other ones I want to mention. The Selkie, uh, which is for uh, the four with the most defensive uh, skill set, Patrice Bergeron. Uh, Boston. They were cleaning up. They had a ton of award winners. Uh, the Hart Memorial Trophy MVP of the NHL, of course, goes to Connor McDavid. He also won the Ted Lindsay Award, and that goes to the most outstanding player during the NHL regular season. And the Vezina 
um, which is not, you know, Eric Carlson uh, was not up for that. But that went to uh, Linus Olmark. Bruins, again, uh, in 49 games played this season, he had a 40-6 and six record with a 1.89 goals against average and a 9.38 save percentage. So he yeah. ran away with that. He won the Vezina. Um, it was just a great night for hockey. The awards were awesome. But, dude, the highlight is obviously Maddie just beers for veneers, running away with the Calder, uh, you know, cashing in that extra $500, which I sorely need right now with this move and stuff coming up. So right. I was like, thank God we placed this bet freaking eight months ago. Yeah. Uh, and also, too, like props to Dave Haxel, too, because he, he got some votes for uh, Coach of the Year, which is the Jack Adams Award. So, yes, uh, that's that's pretty cool. So he was Seattle, red top that he wasn't a finalist, though. I mean, the, the turnaround on Haxel is crazy. We went from bashing him and questioning everything to being like, this guy should be a finalist for Coach of the Year. But it is what it is. Well, I mean, there's also, too, like there's some great Twitter uh, some tweets last night uh, from Kraken Pod fan members and just Kraken fans mentioning the Lady Bing. You know, the Lady Bing trophy yeah. uh, went to Anze Kopitar from the Kings, who, you know, he's like, he's, and what this is like most gentlemanly player. So basically, like the best player that gets the least amount of penalties or is not penalized. And, uh, yes, um, Maddie Beneers he had one, had, right? He had one he had penalty. Half. He had, oh. he had one, he, he had half the amount that Anze Kopitar did. Oh, Jesus. So, like, so he had let, so, like, you know, Anze Kopitar is great. He's one of the team leaders. He's been around for a long time. So that's probably why he got the nod there. But Manny Beneers had an amazing season, was a great uh, part of this offense. And he had less penalty minutes. He had, he had two penalty minutes. Anze Kopitar, Kopitar had four. So, uh, arguably, Manny Beneers could have won the Lady Bing, too. But, you know, they had to huh. spread the wealth a little bit, so. Yeah. Uh, super interesting. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, the draft, man, I mean, you know, by the time this podcast comes out, the draft is happening. Like you mentioned Nashville Wednesday and Thursday, if people want to try doing like some behind the scenes and try to guess where people are going. I think it was an episode or two ago. You and I talked about how it was predicted uh, via the athletic that musty would go to Seattle. That has the 20th pick in the first round uh, that has been now changed to Oliver Bonk uh, defenseman, with the London Knights and 67 games last year, uh, the kid had 40 points. You know, he's a six foot, 180 pound defenseman. I think they're just making the argument that, you know, Seattle could go for size, can go for some more defense. Um, so, yeah, I- I'm curious to see how everything plays out. Obviously, you know, this is all speculation right now, but I'm excited for the NHL draft. I don't know how much of it I'll be able to watch because I'll be busy with the move and everything, but uh, really exciting times, man. The Kraken have a, a shit ton of picks. A lot of capital to play with afterwards, so the the future or of the organization is is bright. Yep, we picked twentieth, so not like you know, it's going to be exciting. I'm going to watch it. It's going to be cool to see Connor yes. Bedard get drafted. Yeah, um, all that sort of stuff. NHL yeah. rigged. NHL rigged. <laughs> totally rigged. We know yeah. that already. Oh, original I mean, six to a giant market uh, in Blackhawks with the first overall pick. Oh, hey, <laughs> come hey, on, hey, man. Look at that. Look at that. Hey, look at yeah, that. The Blackhawks. Undeserving Hawks. fucking franchise. Pull their name out their head. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, but exciting time. So if you're a, a hockey fan, there's some cool stuff. There are going to be some big names moving around, which is pretty neat. I'm excited about it. There's always, like, there's expected guys that are going to move, and then there's always, like, one or two, like, holy shit, I didn't realize that was going to happen. I mean, awesome. last year, Shane Wright falling to the crack. I mean, that was such a massive moment, um, not just for the Seattle Kraken, but for the NHL overall. You obviously had him looking over at Montreal's uh, staff and everyone's like, wait, is he staring them down? What's going on with this kid? He said he wasn't whatever. So I'm excited to see, you know, what draft memories come out of this year. I can't believe that that was already a year ago. It feels like we were having that 
you know, the conversation of freaking out over Shane Wright yesterday. And now here we are. My only hope is that Connor Bedard, like in the next couple of days, stabs somebody in the neck. And everybody's like, oh, God, oh, no, he's going to have, pl- oh, and they avoid him. And he keeps, no, Chicago the would and- actually be higher on him. They're like, oh, perfect. <laughs> you fit in great with this organization. You're already a fucking PR nightmare. Now we have to cover up this murder. Welcome to Chicago, Connor Bedard. Oh, you know, wide open arms. They'd have fans helping him bury the bodies. We will get some cinder blocks and a, and a, a, a taxi to Lake Michigan. And yeah, we'll take Lake care Michigan, of business. Maybe just dumping people off a fucking paddle boat stab yeah. whoever you want stab yeah. away captain McStabby. Like the, yeah they'll be doing like the the tours like the river tours by boat or whatever and connor bedard will be on there just dumping people over the side welcome to chicago oh my god that's uh fantastic <laughs> that that is funny um well you were talking about the the bet uh for maddie veneers and i'm t- i'm i need to look up like odds for um you know rookie of the year for next year the calder trophy which I looked it up and I don't know if it's set in stone or not yet, but um, like you couldn't even bet on Connor Bedard because like he's such a lock. You couldn't even bet on him. So I'm going to look that look on that. But um, I, your gambling tip helped me and made me realize to place a bet. Cause you said you placed the bet in October. I looked mine up um, and a hundred dollar bet won 550 bucks, which is awesome. So I'm sitting Hell on yeah, that. Dude. Hell yeah. I'm sitting on that until uh Kraken season. So I can yeah. lose it all. I'm um, the I'm cashing out. I'm taking that straight to the bank. That is now my money. I'll be using it to help me move. So parlay, maybe. <laughs> parlay, parlay. and Jeff then uh, eight, $551 parlays <laughs> for the 2023, yeah. season. Exactly One of those has to hit at some point. Yeah. Which would be cool. It'll be like the father can hat trick over on goals in the first period, Seattle Kraken to win the game. <laughs> right. Well, uh, I'm still messing with DraftKings a little bit. I, I did a little bit of, uh, you know, we're in Louisiana, so LSU just won the college baseball uh, championship, the national yeah. champions. They won the World Series. So, like, I threw mm-hmm. a couple couple dollars on that, which is fun. So it's still fun to be part of the DraftKings Sportsbook app. We love it. I love it. And they are a proud betting partner of so many different uh, leagues and so many different sports um, around the world and here in the United States. Did you realize that the women's world cup is coming up um, starting in July? I did not I, realize this. I have no, I had no idea. I've been so wrapped up in personal stuff. I haven't really been paying attention to anything. Well, this is like the weird part right now where it's like, well, I have baseball that I can, you know, check in on and see how the Mariners are just shitting their season away. <laughs> Get your shit together. Women's World Cup soccer is coming here shortly. So uh, I'm probably going to make some bets on that. I will not lose my Maddie money, uh, which we got to call it Maddie money. Maddie um, money. I like that. He's his own currency. We got to get Maddie Beneers on his own on his own dollar bill. Sh- Maddie money, baby. God, we got to sell more beers for Beneers shirts. And now Maddie money. He's going to kill uh, us. He's going to kill us. Uh, but back to DraftKings Sportsbook. They have so many different ways for you to win some money. Sign up. Um, depending on what you, you know, league you're into there's tons of bonuses right there's tons of bonuses for being a new customer and then when you sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook app you want to use the code THPN uh, like the Hockey Podcast Network THPN because that's going to get you a hookup with uh, you know things like you make a $5 pregame bet and then you can score 150 in bonus bets if your team or your bet wins and that's across the board you can do it in so many different ways so just make sure when you sign up New customers use the code THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network, and uh, you can get some sort of cool bonus. Plus, they're always, always throwing out like same game parlay bonuses. Um, 
you know, here's an extra boost on this, an extra boost on that. It's fun. And remember, too, you can bet as little or as much as you want. Uh, you can cash out anytime. Super easy to use, super safe. So it's meant for you to have some fun with it. You should check it out. Download the app now. Sign up with code THPN, and you can get some sweet hookups from DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Uh, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And, of course, there's tons of different ways to get some help. Make sure you see our show notes for details, and uh, you can get to the fun with DraftKings Sportsbook. So find, find a random sport to bet on uh, mm-hmm. in DraftKings. I'm going to find something random to do that on. Pickleball, hey, maybe. Pickleball. Before, God damn it. Um, before we move on, uh, you got to play the Father Canner audio. I need, to hear, oh. I need to hear what he said. I know, man. Listen, it's summer. Summer. It's like crazy, crazy chaos energy. It's 100 fucking degrees trying to do work in my house. Pretty sure I almost had a heat. I'm pretty sure I had a heat stroke last week, actually. But anyways, we're moving on. All right. So here's the context of this is, um, I'll play it here in a second. Here's the context of this. Luke Gazdik. He is, he played hockey. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to say his name. (laughs) Uh, he's in Toronto. So he's like, you know, Canadian podcaster, all that sort of stuff. So, uh, I do want to thank, uh, we had our friends and I think they're THPN members too. Um, wait, hold on a second. This is his, his podcast tweeted us this clip. Okay. Right. So I'm going to retweet that here in a second, which is pretty cool. So Luke, he basically sat down with 40 goal scorer Jared McCann and asked him what the Kale McCarr hit that knocked him out of the Colorado series. So I'm going to play this audio for you right now. I'm going to find this for you. Get it going. What did you think about that? Uh, I obviously a little late. Um, you know, during the play there, when I had the breakaway, I was at the end of the shift um, on a PK there. And um, I shot the puck and, you know, I, the, I watched the puck go to play. And then I kind of turned and then it just, you know, yeah, things went a little, yeah. little wonky for me. So, um, you know, I I don't know him personally. I really don't. Um, I haven't talked to him or anything like that. So. He didn't reach out or anything no. like that? No. Um, you know, it's it's playoff hockey. I get it. Um, you know, I'm not going to hold it against anybody or anything like that, right? And I'm just going to kind of try to move forward. And, um, but, uh, yeah, it definitely did suck not being able to uh, to be out there with my teammate. Before you just walked in the store. So, so that's some bullshit. That is a thing. <laughs> It's official. My hatred for the Colorado Avalanche is back. Like okay. the, the Dallas are the Dallas Stars took us down. I for some reason don't hate on the Dallas Stars that much. But I like that fuck these people who are defending Cam McCarr and like he didn't know. He fucking knew it was a bad hit that knocked him out. As one of the elite players in the NHL, you gotta call the guy that you just crushed, who also is one of the elite players in the NHL. And at least send him a text and say, hey, dude, I'm really sorry how that, that happened. I mean, I, I really didn't intend to, to hurt you, blah, 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 blah. He didn't even fucking reach out. What a piece of shit. So it's official. Cam Is that how you would have responded to Father Canner if you and I were interviewing him and that was the response he gave? You would say, ah, oh, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I would. <laughs> 100%. No, I would. I would say, I would say that's, a, you know, that's a bunch of shit. That's not cool. I mean, I can't believe this guy did not reach out and say, Oh, at least say like, you don't have to admit guilt. Just say like, I'm sorry about that, man. You know, that's it. But he didn't do it. It's not, it's not, it's not like these guys, you know, can't get somebody's phone number in two seconds. It's just Kale McCarr is a piece of garbage and only cares about Mikhail McCarr and it's official. He's on my hate list. 
Okay. I mean, I got I got nothing else to say, man. I mean, I, love, I, I want you to embrace the hate. I'm like the Sith Lord over here. I'm like, well, yeah, outside. no, I'm, I'm look, I, it's, it's my roots, dude. It's my Detroit Red Wings uh, roots. It's the Detroit Red Wings podcast. I'm mm-hmm. meant to hate the Colorado Avalanche. I fucking love beating them. Their fans were such like, honestly, their fans. Well, their fans are pretty cool. I, don't, I was going to say like the Golden Knights fans are, are uh, worse than them. But no, actually, the, I, I kind of like their fans. But anyway, fuck the Avalanche and fuck Kale McCarr. He needs to apologize to uh, uh, our boy Jared McCann. And he's make it happen soon. So, okay. Yeah. Um, he's never going to apologize. Uh, and based off of Father Canner's response, I'm sure that he's going to hear that at some point. Be like, I don't, I don't need to say anything to him because he understands the play. Which I also disagree with. I thought it was dirty as shit. Even Dan, the Avs fan, was having a hard time, you know, defending what the hell was going. I'm on. gonna, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna make a tweet today. A okay, tweet today. I'm very excited for this. Okay, moment. okay. So here's what it is. Uh, the the game. I'm gonna find out the date of the game. Yeah. I'm gonna count backwards, and I'm gonna start doing a daily tweet, and I'm gonna I'm gonna write. It has been 108 days of a non-apology from Kale McCarr to Jared McCann. Something along, I'll workshop it. I'm workshopping it, but I'm going to make this tweet. I'm going to make this a recurring tweet every day. Nice. Cool. This is going to rile up a lot of people. Um, I'm excited, man. Do what, do whatever you need to do. Get, yep. get the Avs fans you know, back in the chat during the summer. Just hate tweeting us. I'm excited for this. Exactly. All right. So no dumb questions. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. Note of questions is where, you know, if there's any question you have, you're afraid to ask another podcast because they'll be a dick to you. Um, you can you can reach out to us, ask us a question. You know, we are idiots too. We're going to, if we don't know the answer, figure it out for you. So don't be afraid. Share these questions with us in a segment we call No Dumb Questions. So, Joey, what is this week's No Dumb Question question? All right. This came from uh, TJ Phelps out to TJ, member of the Kraken Pod fam via Twitter. Sounds like a pro golfer. Like TJ Phelps would be like, oh, and here's TJ. Here's TJ Phelps. He's yeah. uh, six on the leaderboard. He's at seven under uh, with a 50 foot birdie putt. TJ Phelps. TJ Phelps lining up for birdie. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, good. it's perfect. Yeah. Thank you. I felt good about that. Um, and this is great because it, you know, it ties into the Eric Carlson rumors and exactly how, you know, things would work out contractually if the Seattle Kraken were to work out a deal with a team in free agency, you know, during the off season, which I do predict is going to happen. I'm not sure if it's going to be Eric Carlson, but whatever, we'll see. Uh, the question is how do NHL contract buyouts work with the cap hit? So, um, you know, this is information that me, you know, being a hockey noob, Uh, I'm still, you know, trying to get used to everything. So here is, so the buyout of the contract is actually spread out over a period of twice the amount of time of the remaining contract. So if he has what, 2019, eight year deal, four years later, so four years. So whatever that would be, um, they would double the four years. It would be uh, spread out the remainder of the contract over eight years. So we're just going to double it up. Um, And then, so there's a couple of, like, there's a couple of ways that the cap hit is actually calculated um, and this is all really good information that people can just go online and check out. But so what happens is, um, so it gets calculated by, so you take the remaining salary of that person's contract, you multiply that salary minus the signing bonus, like signing bonus doesn't count, toss it out, multiply the remaining salary by the buyout amount, and that will give you the total buyout cost. So then you take this, you take the total buyout cost and you spread that out evenly over twice the remaining contract length. 
So that is how you're going to get the actual number here. So if you want to determine savings, and by the way, this is all found via cap friendly, which is fantastic. But if you want to determine savings for the team, you subtract the annual buyout cost. So now you have the buyout cost, right? And it's spread over twice the length of the player's contract. So you take the annual buyout cost, so once a year, which by the way, uh, the official date in the NHL, that starts on September 2nd. Um, and you uh, you subtract uh, the player's salary uh, from the annual buyout cost. Then if you want to determine the remaining cap hit, you do that by subtracting the savings, which starts September 3rd, the next day after, by the player's AAV, annual average value. And you do have to include the sign-on bonus there. I know that might have sounded like lengthy and wordy and all sorts of crazy, but basically just take the remaining salary of the player, um, so, you know, throw out the signing bonus, um, and then you spread that out over twice the length of the contract. And that is what, um, that is what the buyout cost is going to look like. And from there you can determine, um, you know, what the savings and what the remaining cap hit is going to be. So just because Carlson, for example, is, is at 11 and a half million right now in his contract, if Seattle were to work out a deal with San Jose, that's not exactly what it would look like. And every year, these things are restructured, not just the buyouts, but the savings, uh, the remaining cap hits, et cetera. And obviously that's how teams keep like their books up to date. So people can take a look and determine like, okay, this team has X amount of cap space. They can work with these players. Here's what they have room to do, blah, blah, blah. So that's what it looks like. That's cool. I mean, that stuff is super complicated, but it's also, it's neat. It's kind of like when you, uh, what's your payoff? What's your payoff uh, price for like that car loan? You know what I mean? Like, Yes. Oh, okay. I still owe twenty grand on that, but my, my payoff right now is going to be twenty one thousand. How the fuck's that work? Okay, cool. <laughs> good. Good to know. Okay. I, I guess I got to pay uh, a penalty for not giving you all interest. The hell. That's a good Basically, question, though, TJ. Yeah, yeah it's all the it. tax man. But yeah, no, great question, and I, I think it's perfect timing with the Eric Carlson rumors. But this is all information that. Uh, Kraken fans are going to have to familiarize themselves with very soon because, again, I do think a move or two is going to happen this offseason. So, you know, even though uh, there's no hockey being played right now, there's going to be a lot of shit going on in Kraken land. And it starts tomorrow with the NHL draft and then going from there. And I'm really pumped to see how things go. Uh, absolutely. Can't wait. It's good to know that going into it. Uh, some breaking news, breaking news, make some breaking news sounds for me. Can you do that? Breaking news from the Kraken pod. Our friends at Emerald City Hockey have just retweeted the or tweeted out the 2023-24 Seattle Kraken schedule. Oh. And I'm looking at it and and I also I'm tweeting this right now. Noted our very first game, Tuesday, October 10th, at any guesses? Uh Los Angeles Kings. Ooh, I thought you were going to say it. You close the Las Vegas Golden Knights, oh. which means we get to watch them raise the Stanley Cup banner, and that Son will pitch. No, this is a season of this is. I think we got something here. As you talking about, you know, like sort of like uh, the Emperor, like the dark side, embrace like embrace the hate. Like I, I want to get triggered. You know, like I want to have to. We are gonna we are gonna be almost like tortured. The Kraken and Kraken fans are gonna be forced now to watch a bullshit. 30 minute long ceremony where they raise the Stanley cup and banner and the Stanley cup's going to be in the fucking building, mm-hmm. but we're going to look at that thing. Like we could have won that thing and it's going to, it's meant, it's meant to be Joey, because that is for us to look at it and go, we need to fucking do this. Screw these guys. So pissed off right now. Let's yes. ruin their night, win the mm-hmm. game and then go on a run and win the Stanley cup in 23, 24. 
I'm excited. I mean, this, you know, this gives me a reason to embrace my sports hate for the Las Vegas Golden Knights. There's no rhyme or reason behind it. And now I have the opportunity to, from the very first puck drop of, of the season, immediately begin to, you know, berate their fans online and just start shit talking from day one. So I'm excited. Um, you know, I have a whole summer to prepare for that moment. I do not take that lightly. I'll be doing like some calisthenics. Yeah. Just like yoga, just make sure yep. my mind and my mind and my body are sharp. And so, uh, you know, from, right. the, from the first game of the season, like it's fucking on. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I'm, I'm the same way. Uh, I'm also looking at October 24th. That's a good time. Why, Detroit? No. At Detroit. That might be kind of cool. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking of plan. I'm like thinking of trips I could make. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Goal for this year for the pod is get to a Seattle Kraken game. First and foremost in Seattle, maybe mm-hmm. against Las Vegas uh, for the uh, outdoor game, right? The yes. Winter Classic. Um, but then, you know, where else? Maybe there's a trip to Dallas in here. So I can start picking this thing apart. Um, this is how I know we are sporadic as shit right now. You yeah. very briefly mentioned it, but Coachella Valley Firebirds, they did lose the Calder Cup final. Oh, we totally did. That's how fun. Yeah, we're so spacey right Jesus, now. Jesus, I'm fine. so sorry, Coachella. Crazy, chaotic. Um, you know, they lost in game. They lost energy. in yes. overtime, game seven. Yeah, overtime in game seven. Hershey Bears. I mean, congrats to them. You know, I mean, for the first ever season for Coachella Valley to go to the lengths they did um, was an incredible feat. Obviously, would have loved to see them win the Calder. I thought they were going to do it. They were up 0-2 in the series. Um, and teams in the Calder Cup final that are down 0-2, their record is 3-44. and So, you know, history and, and all the statistics were on the side of Coachella Valley. But, you know, Hershey Bears just have no quit. They've actually done this before. In 2010, they were down 0-2, and they came back to win that series. And that was their 11th Calder. And then, you know, fast forward 13 years later, they do it again to win their 12th Calder. So they are, a, you know, a historic franchise. Um, it's basically like the minor league affiliate for the Washington Capitals. Um, they gave up a goal right before the second intermission uh, to Hendricks Lapierre, who's actually the Caps. Like, he's their top prospect. That tied the game at two. That was a brutal goal because it's one of those last second things that you're like, damn it. All we had to do was hold on for a little bit longer here. Very Kraken-esque, if I, if I dare say Kraken shit, for them to do that. Um, Hershey outshot Coachella nine to four in the third in the third period, uh, but no team scored. It obviously goes to overtime. Uh, Mike Vecchioni, if I'm you know mispronouncing his name, whatever, I do it all the fucking time. He's the assistant captain for the Hershey Bears. He scores a game winning goal, um, and that's all she wrote. So yeah, but you know at the end of the day, congrats to the Hershey Bears, uh, Coachella Valley Firebirds. You know hell of a hell of a team, hell of a season. Uh, the future is still very 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 bright uh, for the Seattle Kraken. And I'm excited to see some of those guys, you know, take a leap and get some more uh, time on ice with the Seattle Kraken moving forward. But uh, yeah, we had to talk about that very briefly. Hell yeah. No, they definitely deserve it. Also, like, I just can't get past. I don't know why. It's the chocolate, I guess. But Hershey, the Hershey Bears. Like, I just don't, you know. That's all I can think about, too. And it's weird they're associated, like, with the Washington Capitals. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Hockey, man. So weird. But yeah, the Coachella, Coachella Valley Firebirds, uh, almost champions. And of course, those jerseys, like whenever I watch any of those games, it's like, holy shit, the jerseys are just so awesome. Literally fire. So good. Yes. All right. So our three stars of the week. This is where Joey and I kind of rank things that, uh, you know, went on in our personal life. So we, um, you know, can have some fun with it. And I'm pretty sure I went last last time. Um, I'm pretty sure you went last time the past three weeks in a row. So if you'd like oh, me so. to go first, I can yeah. definitely uh, 
Um, I can definitely start with that. Uh, so my first one is uh, is Handyman, and I you know I briefly alluded to this in the very beginning. So I have uh, so I'm renting out my home and I'm moving into a different place again starting tomorrow. Which holy shit, not prepared. Um, and you know it's going to be 110 degrees outside. So. Uh, thoughts and prayers, T H O T S thoughts and prayers for me. So, um, yeah, so, you know, there's things I had to get done with my house. The people that are moving in, they actually have a dog and, um, my fence was actually, um, destroyed during hurricane Ida. And it's one of those things where it's like, but Joey, that happened in late 2021. Yeah. I'm well fucking aware. Uh, there's also a lot of other things that happened. Like my roof was totaled. There was water damage. So there were things that were just more pertinent. And ever since, um, you know, I'd have been cleaning things up and have taken care of everything minus this fence. So I had a new fence built, got that taken care of. Backyard's looking awesome. I was so proud. I was like, oh, I'm having like an old man moment here. I'm just like standing outside with my hands on my hips, like looking at a fence, being like, nice. That's a nice fence. And uh was very, very proud of that. But there's other stuff I have to get done from old water damage in my kitchen that like got through obviously through my roof that has since been replaced new roof shout new roof you know discount on the homeowners insurance if you have a new roof out there you should probably contact your insurance company anyways um and so i i basically like quote out this drywaller that was given to me and it's like a family friend kind of a guy and it's like a little patch job and the guy is like yeah it's going to be 600 bucks and i'm like well that seems you know i don't know a lot but i i know enough to know that that's a lot and um so i'm like okay well what does that include um, like any insulation that you have to remove, does that include sanding? He's like, oh no, that doesn't include any of that stuff. Like this is just for me to float it and scrape it and shit. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this shit myself. So I went to Lowe's, uh, you know, again, shout out to Lowe's for getting paint all over my car because you don't sell your fucking cans. And I went to Lowe's and, um, bought all the supplies I needed, you know, got the paint match, the whole deal, um, you know, got, got some mud scraper, the whole deal. So I scraped it myself. I floated it. I mudded it. I sanded it down and it's not a perfect job, but it's very serviceable. And I've been working in this freaking heat, trying to cool my house down, which has really tall ceilings. So, you know, heat rises. So I'm up on a ladder by myself, you know, sweating balls, basically just doing drywall work. So I've been doing that for the past couple of days. I will be finishing it when I'm done with the podcast, but uh, YouTube can teach you a lot. So if you want to save some money, I spent a hundred dollars on supplies. The job's going to be done. I just saved myself 500 bucks. So, you know, you, you combine that with the Maddie Beniers bet, which netted me 500. I'm up a grand right now. So, you know, life is looking good, even though I'm busy, I can't complain. Well, uh, there's nothing better than a project that you just, you know, you can do yourself and you can realize, man, I didn't have to pay somebody. But then also too, like, as you, when you do find somebody who can help you out with that, uh, and take care of things, it's like, Oh God, I'm so glad I paid for that. But yeah. Um, good for you, dude. That's, that's, uh, it sucks. I know you're sweating it out. It's the worst oh, it's, time. It's been brutal. It's been yeah. brutal. And I've had so, so many plans over the past couple of days. So it's like, I run to my house. I do as much work as I can. I'm sweating, sweating, sweating. Then I have to run out, go somewhere, rinse off, shower, throw on nice clothes, go somewhere else. And I'm just like, I just want a day where I just don't have to do any of this shit. That day will come. That day will come. Very not exciting. this day. Not today. Not today, Satan. Nope. All right. So uh, my third star is weather conspiracies. I was talking to somebody. I've never, I've heard about chemtrails. You know what chemtrails are? Of course. Okay, good. Um, if you don't know, the 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 what do you call that the condensation off of jets there's people that are convinced that that is it's not condensation from jets flying through the air um it is planes leaving behind chemicals that can control the weather um but apparently there's like 
major i gotta start looking this up there's major crazy conspiracy theories when it comes to the weather uh-huh. and uh, weather control and weather control for warfare and uh all these sorts of things so like you know the talk was we're in a heat wave in the south right now um there's a whole bunch of shit going on politically that we shouldn't know about but everybody's talking about the heat so the heat hottest is june in history hottest june hottest in history june, el nino all this sort of stuff but the like nino yeah, the Nino. Um, but there's there's all these rumors out there of like, okay, well, actually, it's a uh, world governments are controlling the weather to mess with people and da 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 da. So I don't really have a ton on this. It's just this literally came this morning. Somebody was telling me like, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? And I didn't have time to talk to them about that. But like, I think you're kind of a nut job. But I do want to hear more about this. So I'll have more on the next pod about this probably. Okay, nice. So your third star is you're talking about a third star next week. Very excited. Thank you for doing your research. It might on be, that. depending on what rabbit holes I go down, it might be my first star. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so this, you know, you said not today, and definitely today is not the day, but my second star is pool season because that will be happening. So again, I am moving. Got to bear with the heat here and figure out logistics and get shit packed up and all that fun stuff. But when that's all done and I'm all nice and settled, have a giant pool. That's waiting for me that I will be accessing as much as humanly fucking possible. So pool season's here. I am excited to live at this location. Um, So yeah, that will be happening in the very near future. So I'll be there with a cocktail in my hand. If you ever want to, you know, get some work done, you want to do it from a nice location, more than welcome to join me poolside. Totally, dude. We're doing that. Pools, pineapple drinks and hockey jerseys and shorts. (sighs) Nice, just fresh, just pina colada in my hand. Like, oh my god! Yeah, board on my face. Flip flops. Yeah, yeah. we can dunk awesome. each other. We can play chicken with other people in the pool. You can get on my shoulders. Yeah, like a montage. We need a montage. <laughs> just it would be like a Top Gun montage. Just a, it's just you and me in a pool, though. We have like we have like the noodle floaties. We're like splashing each other. Your wife's calling, being like, "Are you fucking serious right now?" Like, yeah. <laughs> she yeah, she would. She would say. Yes. We, we have to have a talk. Um, <laughs> my second star is a Mississippi day trip. Um, this past weekend was the first weekend in months that we didn't have anything going on uh, at all for the kids or for us. And we went to the coast, which is like an hour away from where we live. Mm-hmm. And we, we enjoyed Bay St. Louis. We checked that out. And we stayed in Gulfport, Mississippi uh, nice. at a, li- a little hotel, which is pretty cool. Um, and the hotel uh was where they had like a, a big water park water slides and all this sort of stuff so we went for the day it was fun it was a last second thing that we thought of um actually my wife and i snuck into we got like a, a last second reservation at commander's palace for the uh martini lunch 25 cent martini lunch 25 cent martinis yep and um if you're coming to ever to louisiana to new orleans you've got to try and get into commander's palace it's it's a it's an experience it's one of the best restaurants in the city i was just um, there you were I was just there. I was there I last had, Friday. Uh, were you there? I did a pivot. I, yeah, I was there on Friday and I had like an early dinner and I did a pivot. You were so there last was, Friday? Yes, past Friday. Yeah. We, I was we up there I was upstairs in the, I was upstairs in the garden room. Oh, we should have got up there. That's what we what was weird is they had reservations booked for like the whole week. And yes. I was I was calling and the whole day, like every day, I was like calling a few times a day and like checking out the website. And finally on Thursday it was open. Uh, so we got in Meg got there before me and she, they said, you can sit where, whatever room you want on, want to sit in because it's first 
come for a serve. And she said, not pick the garden room, which I was not aware of. And uh, yeah, that's a weird thing. That topic got brought up at dinner. All right. So this is a very New Orleans focused thing. But for anybody that, you know, has been to New Orleans or is researching it or whatever, like you can argue that Commander's Palace is like what the most iconic restaurant in the entire city. I mean, easily. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just it's located in this area called the Garden District, which is where like uh, like Sandra Bullock, her home is there. Um, Arch, Archie Manny, he has a home there. I'm trying to think of other people that uh, John, uh, John Goodman. I don't know if he still has his home there, but anyways, um, just these beautiful homes, this restaurants there. It's like this turquoise and white, and just a classic, classic, uh, you know, Southern New Orleans restaurant. And I'm eating in the in the garden room, and the topic gets brought up at the table about how locals don't eat in the garden room. I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? And then they were like, well, it's typically like associated with, uh, with tourists. Like they like to come up here and the locals will eat downstairs. Well, downstairs is like a dimly lit kind of like a normal, you know, I mean, it's nice. They get like a nice table or they have uh, you know, like the booth in the corner. It's like the Roosevelt booth or some shit like that. And it's really cool. But like, I like the garden room. It's all glass. Like you get to see the oak trees. You get to see like their little patio setup that they have downstairs. I don't have any issues with it. I, it's a weird thing. Like there's so many things here that like locals will like fight you to the teeth on and it makes no fucking sense. And I will never understand it. And for some reason, eating in the garden room as a local is like a big no, no. And I, I buck the trend because I say I want to eat wherever I want to eat. And the garden room is fucking awesome. And I had a great dinner. Like the service is the same. Nothing changes. They don't look at you and they go, must not be a local, you know, like it's none of those things happen. So like, I'm not disagreeing with your wife, but I'm saying like, that is a thing that like Louisianans, like they just don't eat up there for whatever reason. Huh? Well, you know, we didn't, we were unaware of that, but also too, like she's, she's an official New Orleanian. She's yes. you know, born and raised in New Orleans, but she's not a gatekeeping New Orleanian. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yes. like, you know, she's not, she's not like, and, and that's, that is weird is like when it comes to certain things and I get it, I get it. All locals everywhere do this. Have Joe, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Joe, Joey and I, more. yeah, Joey and I are, are transplants, but in New Orleans, yeah, there, when it comes to certain food things, it's one mm-hmm. of the things that gets gate kept. There's lots of stuff, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't really care either. Uh, I, I, I just, I like the windows. I wanted to go up there, but I, I now I do think it's cool that we, I guess our locals, cause we just were happy downstairs, which is fine. But 25 cent martinis helps that. And yes, the martinis, do they cap you off at three? They do on the menu. So you in the, at brunch at commander's palace, you can get a 25 cent martini and it's limit three per customer because on the menu it says limit three per customer. Why? Because three is enough. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, it says. three is enough. You've also paid seventy five cents for three martinis. Oh, also they have blue cheese stuffed olives. So that's my go to move. Um, and I was I was at Ruth's Chris last night, and Ruth's Chris also has them. And I actually ordered before like the steak and everything came out because you have to have red wine with steak. Like that's a fucking rule. Yeah. Um, but I had an extra dirty uh martini straight up and i was like extra blue cheese stuffed olives and i got like six in that bitch so i was like i was living life just dunking olives and crushing them it was awesome good for you dude that's fantastic all right well that's uh that's awesome uh all right well what uh what is your number one my number one star of the week and this one's an obvious one it's maddie beneers it's beers for beneers it's the rookie of the year in the nhl that thing was such a lock if i were um, in a better position financially, I would have like taken out a loan from the bank and just let it all ride on Maddie. Like that's how confident I was on this bet. 
um, going all the way back to early October. And yeah, you had to wait a little bit for your money, but it was totally worth it. I'm cashing out that $500. I'm not throwing down $501 parlays like Jeff will be uh, for the upcoming hockey season. So it was just great. It was a great moment, not just for betting purposes, but also obviously Maddie to win rookie of the year, the first Seattle Kraken player to take an individual NHL award. Um, just his speech, the class, like he, he's in Nashville, he's rocking a suit, looks dapper as shit. It was just an all around uh, great thing. And of course, uh, the icing on the cake is all the Kraken Pod fan members who listened to us for months and they put money down on Maddie Beneers and they used the DraftKings Sportsbook app and they won money and they were, you know, messaging us and thanking us and sharing stuff. And it was just a great moment and and uh, and just overall happiness for all. So Maddie gets an award. We get paid for doing absolutely nothing but sitting on our asses watching him work really hard. And that was a great Hell yeah, moment. absolutely. Nope, that's exactly right. Thank you very much. And we just, while you were talking, got a tweet uh, response to what you put out last night, which was Maddie fucking Beneers, cash it. Uh, and somebody wrote, I love Beneers too, but he is 20 years old. You're a little early with the beers. And I just wrote, well, oh, I replied, I just wrote, the beers are for us. I mean, like, wait, come on. Like, we, yeah, I, I, I'm not worried about Maddie getting beers. I'm mean, yeah, worried about if, us. If we have to start explaining every single joke, I mean, our entire Twitter oh, well, feed would just be us being like, and this is why Joey said this, and this is why Jeff said that. After I um, made that uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin tribute video last night. Beautiful video, um, by the way. Beautiful video. I, dr- I watched I it at dinner. I showed everybody at dinner. I was like, look at Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, I had fun with it. I actually, uh, I drank, I only drank whatever landed in my mouth. I didn't drink any of the beer, which was good. Um, oh. and, but I, I, I showered and like, dude, I was covered in beer, but I showered and like, I was like, all right, I should be good. And then I got in bed. I was like, man, my, like, why are my legs sticky? It was like, what the fuck? How did I miss? I, I, I still smell beer. Like, I still feel like I'm covered in beer. I've like showered twice. It's crazy. Well, you, you, uh, you know, you made Stone Cold proud. I mean, you were crushing yeah. those beers. It was a very impressive video. I'm like, I will say. And I felt bad because I'm at dinner and I'm just like, I can't make any content. I'm, I'm over here pounding martinis and wine and doing birthday celebrations and you're like oh dude you're good i got this no your tweet your tweet did better than that one it was just it was honestly i've always wanted to do a stone cold moment and that was a good excuse to do it with the the beers for veneer shirt and the and the koozies and uh i gotta tell you uh it was fun to do it was pretty cool yeah your kids are like where's dad like oh he's outside slamming beers together and pouring them all over his face they went to bed first that's why i was outside in the yard away from the windows i was like this is a hilarious moment i I would have loved to have your wife like look out the window she doesn't know she doesn't know i did it (laughs) she has no idea that i did that she first of all she she would laugh about it she would roll her eyes and laugh but um, she wouldn't be mad. I mean, like if I was now, if I was drinking all the beer, she might be like, "What? What are you doing?" Yeah. But uh, she knows what's up. But well, you know, at the same just, time, just shotgunning three beers before I, you know, big spoon you tonight. I, I've learned it's like with those sorts of things, it's better just to like beg forgiveness. You know, in, in the little tiny things like that. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, forgiveness over permission. I'm hundred percent. Yeah, always. So, um, my last star is pretty simple. Uh, I got a really, I've been working on my cholesterol. I went like three year, three months ago, uh, to do my annual and I got my blood results and it was like, cholesterol is kind of high. It's like, oh, well, let's, let's, let's let me work on that and come back. And, um, so I went and got my blood test again on Friday, three months after, and I've been kind of working on my diet and trying to exercise a little, little bit more. And my cholesterol has gone up. Um, so that was the moment that I was like, screw this. I'm making drastic changes. So like, I have in the past, it's only been three days, but like, I'm not going to eat, I'm not eating red meat 
anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will, right? But not right now. Um, I'm not getting nothing processed, no processed meat whatsoever, nothing at all, none of that. So I'm just doing like fruits, vegetables, um, oatmeal. I need more fiber. So I'm eating tons of oatmeal. Mm-hmm. I feel phenomenal. It's been three days. I'm not, you know, I'm not drinking right now. Okay. But I'm, I guess I had a glass of wine last night. Uh, so, but like a little less. Yeah, and you shotgun, you pour those two beers all over yourself. But hey, that's I didn't all swallow the beers. I didn't. Wow. Um, okay. But anyway, I'm just saying like in three days uh, of this diet, uh, I've already lost like three pounds and I, f- I feel pretty good. I'm excited. I'm, I've never been more excited to have horrible, horrible cholesterol. So I, uh, hey, if you want extra motivation, I caught this last night when I was drunk and I commented on the post. Uh, Nicky O, Nick Olchek, that dude has been living. He's got like hot boy summer going, and he posted a photo on Instagram of him like on a boat. Like, I'm on a oh, boat. So he's all jacked. He's like, dude, all ripped he's up. got like his arm out. And I'm like, you're fucking yoked, man. And I think I commented something like, great. Now we got to go back to the fucking gym. And he was like, I'll see you boys there. So it was yeah. just one of those things where I, I, I just saw the photo and I'm like drinking. And I'm just like, damn it, man. Like, I've been working out pretty hard now for a, a number of months. And I'm like looking at Nikki O just all jacked over here. And I'm like, damn it, I need to get on this freaking level. So he's straight edge, you know, so he doesn't drink. So like, dude, no, he's got that advantage on me. I'm like, he's like, Hey, you want to get into a, a, a night jog? And I'm like, Oh, I can't, I'm at dinner working on drink number six. So, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Maybe I'm doing my 40 ounce curls. Yeah. I mean, I've been I'm proud of myself for all the work I've been doing, but then I see like Nikki, O. am like, damn it. Those are like, hot boy summer goals man that dude's just freaking he's looking ripe you know yeah he's a real yeah. man rocket over there well you know what dude that's uh good for him it'll never be me i'm proud of him for doing that but uh at the same time i, I tell can't all the girls and nikki's dms now being like oh shit what's up with this dude the key the key though the key for me is like all right i think i'm gonna i'm not gonna quit drinking but you know i don't need it to make you know on a friday night it doesn't need to be four you know it could be two right and i should probably okay. be just fine so just that's the, that's what i'm working on i feel good bad cholesterol probably gonna have to get on some pills too but i'm work <laughs> i'm working hard i gotta do more cardio instead of uh-huh. this weight stuff so you know what i mean i'm not gonna be i'm not watch out you know what screw that watch out nikio watch out nikio mm, there I'm you coming, go i'm getting this i'm getting a six pack it's gonna be awesome oh okay yeah because his six pack has a six pack so you know, yeah right now yeah. we gotta put down our six packs that we've yeah. been drinking very happily and we yep, got no it's true yeah i gotta yeah. do i'm just wine just wine wine for right shane wright's coming to the kraken yeah. full time right. so that's go. what we're we transitioning those tumblers to. going wine for right and then everyone will be drinking with us and then we'll send nikki o some and he'll be like i don't drink so i don't know why you guys gave me this and i'll say damn it i just want you to not be so in shape yeah, you can drink some so of that he can drink some like uh, that liquid death water, whatever. That's fine. Oh, he would totally drink like some liquid death. That'd be pretty sweet. Totally. Well, all right. Well, we are moving into draft week. Uh, I'm excited after uh, Maddie wins the Calder. Have an awesome week. Thank you for still being there for us, uh, being part of uh, Twitter and all that good stuff. I just uh, actually posted on social media for the Kraken Pod everywhere uh, video. It's a hack that I found uh, about Amazon Alexa. My son found this, which is pretty cool. And if you're a Seattle Kraken fan, which I know you are, you're going to enjoy this hack. So make sure you go to uh, the Kraken Pod all over social media to watch it, and uh, you'll you'll enjoy that. So have an awesome week. Joey, have an awesome week. Get your shit moved out of the house. Pack up. Get the fuck out. So Working on it. Okay, go. Go do it. Uh, thank you so much. Do you have time to do Chirp of the Week in the middle of packing? I always do. All right, awesome. We're going to leave you with the Kraken Pod Chirp of the Week. 
And the Calder Memorial Trophy goes to Manny Benil! The number two pick in the 2021 NHL Draft led all NHL rookies with 57 points. The Nears helped the Kraken clinch a playoff berth in their second season. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to... Uh, you know, start off by saying, Stuart, Owen, uh, you guys had awesome years. Uh, it was so fun playing against you and playing with you, Owen. Um, so, you know, I want to start off by, you know, thanking the people that have gotten me to this point. You know, obviously my my awesome family that has been here every every step of the way, you know, since I was a little kid and, um, and up until this year. So, uh, obviously the Seattle Kraken organization, support staff, coaches, you know, you guys gave me that opportunity and you guys, uh, you know, supported me all throughout this year. So thank you for that. Um, you know, the boys, my teammates, I love you guys. And you guys were so great. You taught me so much this year. And, uh, you know, you were a big part and, you know, a huge reason to why I'm up here today. So, so thank you to them. Um, and then finally, you know, Seattle, you guys were, were great all year. And you guys made made playing at climate pledge arena was so fun so uh thank you to them and you know i love you love all you fans thank you